Dead Season is a mysterious D&D podcast for D&D nerds, hosted by Knocked Prone. Find more ways to support our show in the episode description. Welcome to Dead Season, everyone. I am so excited to be back and here in our new studio that, I mean, it's mostly been Brooklyn who's been putting it all together. So thank you, Brooke, and thank you all for being here today. I'm so excited to get back and get back to recording because Dead Season's going to be awesome. So before I introduce you all as cast members, I wanted to tell you about the premise of the Dead Season campaign. Dead Season is a mystery campaign, and it will follow the souls of adventurers trying to resolve the unfinished business that they had in life so that they can ascend to their destined afterlives. The campaign will be set in a purgatory between life and death in the astral plane. Portals to memories of our adventurers' past lives will open at unexplained times in the story, and the characters will go through these memories in order to finish their unresolved business while also trying to solve a murder mystery. No. <laughs> uh, sound spooky enough for you? I've not heard this. <laughs> Great. I had no idea. <laughs> well, let's move on to meeting our cast members, starting with the player to my left. My name is Brooklyn Backus. Uh, Cade is my husband, and I've been the number one fan of Knocked Prone since the beginning. So uh, we've been married for six years. We have two dogs, and they are wild. You may occasionally hear them barking in the background despite our efforts to edit it out <laughs> to call them. so you can honestly just expect that i sometimes like to say i have too many interests i am a mental health counselor for our local school district and i am also a model and then i also coach modeling professionally shout out to the pose and shoot workshop Find us on Instagram. <laughs> nice. And uh, this is also my third campaign playing in Knocked Prone. I run our social media and I do like a handful of other things. So I like to say I keep busy. And then finally, I just want to mention that last campaign, I was our like avid note taker. And I'm eager to do that again this campaign. So if you see me like intently looking down while we're playing, that would be why. And <laughs> the end. The end. All right. Thank you so much. And continuing on. Okay. My name is Alec Backus. I am Cade's older brother. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> there was somebody in the Discord who was like, "Wait, Alec you, related I, to you?" I, I and saw I was there like, was a there was a post that was what like, do you mean? "How come everybody has the last the same last <laughs> yeah. name?" Yeah. <laughs> I only got into D and D because of Knocked Prone. Cade started recording. I listened to the first campaign. I got hooked and I said, let me play the second campaign. So I, w I played Zag in campaign two, which is my first real like character that I didn't play just a one shot. So this campaign, I'll be coming back with my 
second character. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a father of a couple crazy wild boys. Um, I'm a firefighter. Um, and I am a nerd. Heck yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. Well, Accurate. welcome Dad, to Nerd Anonymous. Firefighter nerd. Hi, Alec. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited to play a different type of character this season. Heck yeah, dude. Well, we'll get into characters in a minute. But, Mason. Oh, uh, <clears throat> next. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give away the name. You. Um, my name is Mason. Uh, I am 25. Uh, been part of the uh, Knock Prone podcast for three seasons as well. Played Okir in the first season, Grom in the second, and now I'll be playing a third fun character. Yeah, other than that, I work uh, overnight gra- graves for retail. And I'm writing my own campaign. So, heck yeah, heck yeah. And continuing, well, I'm Danny, and uh, I I've been with Knockprone for a while now. I work at like a behavioral care facility, and I I'm involved in like a casa ship, which is like I don't know, you like work with kids within the foster system, and hopefully soon we'll be fostering some of my own little. Little children. Well, I'm excited that you guys are all joining me for another sesh or another season of Knocked Prone. I wanted to talk about your guys' characters. So let's kind of have like a discussion about like your character idea, what inspired the concept of your character, and any interesting quirks or background details that people might not get if they just looked at your character sheet. Yeah, so again, this being my third knocked prone character, I really wanted to try to find qualities that I hadn't done so far so that it was unique, not just for our listeners, but because I wanted to just do something different um it's just way more fun to play something that you haven't tried before and yet chai still has a lot of qualities that i feel like won't won't be that difficult for me to play because i feel like some of them are like will come to me pretty naturally i think in some ways so i'm really excited for that i also have never played a cleric and my character is a cleric um i guess i should say the name have i said her name my character's name is chai and she is a cleric. I am shocked I've never played a cleric before. Um, I already feel confident. Maybe favor class? Oh, top wow. top wow. couple? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'll have a hard time beating cleric. Yeah. It's just I, awesome. I'm just already feeling really good about it. And I'm just shocked I haven't done it so far. So it's almost exciting, though, that like I get to play for the first time. And I know that I'm going to like it. So, And then Kate was actually really generous in homebrewing uh, class for me. So I am a culinary domain cleric, which has influence from the forge domain cleric. And it's just fantastic. And it was really just the only thing that was fitting to my character. Uh, and then one thing I'm excited about is Chai's accent. She's got a fun Southern accent. And I guess one thing that you wouldn't know from her character sheet is that she is like a total chronic people pleaser. Hopefully that'll be pretty apparent pretty quickly. She can't say no. And sometimes that may get her into trouble. So Chai being a furbolg, um, she resides in the forest. Her home actually kind of moves around within the forest. Sometimes it's even in the Feywild. She's really close to her uh, clan of furbolgs. She has two kids that she loves dearly and an ex-husband. Between her family and the clan as a whole and nature, those are like her 
biggest priorities and it have led her whole life. So in some ways, I feel like you can kind of picture what her life looks like. After living her life that she very thoroughly enjoyed, she did wake up eventually in the astral plane and slowly realize that she is dead and kind of went on a little bit of a journey. I went from, you know, waking up somewhere and meeting Javi at that point. And then the Reaper that was supposed to guide us through, you know, started to take us on our journey. And in that process, I also gained a new friend other than Javi and Finn, which is a little octopus friend named Puddle. So now I have Puddle in a fishbowl strapped to uh, my belt as well. Okay, awesome. And continuing, I will be playing Javi, um, a armorer artificer. I'm going to try and say that as few times as possible in this campaign because I have a hard time with that those words. In life, Javi was basically a captive. He he lived in a cave for hundreds of years. He was a gnome. He lived long term. Long term. He's he's elderly. He's old. Um, he lived in a cave for hundreds of years, building weapons of just destruction for his captors, who he just refers to as his bosses. In that time, he created um, his familiar, or sorry, not his familiar, his companion, Finn, which is just like a tiny, um, it's his, his homunculus servant, him being an artificer. It's just like a crazy little robot that he almost treats like his own son, like his own family. Javi kind of came up, I, I, I played Zag last season. Um, Zag being dumb and optimistic. Right. But I wanted to, even though I'm a fairly new player, even still, like I feel like you're a new player for at least a few years, right? Right. I wanted to just switch it up. So so I thought Zag's dumb stat was intelligence. So Javi's high stat is intelligence. So I went full 180. Javi's a really intelligent artificer. He's a, an inventor. Um, he's got this giant mech suit. Um, he's going to be basically a tank player character. He's got, you know, his little his little uh, companion that is like his whole life, like basically his son. Um, inspiration for this character, um, Dr. Muto, the video game I played as a kid that I just absolutely loved. Javi's just basically like an insane, chaotic, inventor-style dude. Did we ever beat Dr. Muto? No. I don't think we did. <laughs> Which is why it's still trauma. <laughs> so even though Javi has lived in a cave with Finn for hundreds of years in the like subconscious back of his mind, he knows he needs to escape. Every time he's tried to escape, his captors have stopped him. The bosses stopped him. So slowly, slowly over time, he's been skimming off metal and parts and pieces that they've given him to build weapons to build a suit of armor that would make him impenetrable and able to escape the cave and escape his bosses and get back to the life he knows he might have had before he was stuck in the cave. That's the last thing he remembers. And then waking up in the astral plane. Yes. One of my biggest holdups with trying to switch it up and playing a more intelligent character is me, my own insecurities feeling like I don't feel like I have a good grasp of D&D. So one of the ways I'm trying to combat that is Javi has like a thick accent, like a Spaniard accent. I'm trying to like flavor it like common is like his second language. So yes, he's extremely intelligent but he's translating all his intelligence into his second language. I love that. So that's my way of like, yes, Javi is really intelligent, but he's he's out of his native tongue. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So um, lots of crazy maniacal laughter. Um, the inspiration of the voice comes from Puss in Boots, but evil. He's not evil, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, one thing that's not found necessarily on like Javi's character sheet or things, you know, Javi doesn't actually know before his centuries of captivity, working on all these weapons and, you know, building all these things for his, his captors, his bosses. He was a family man. He lived in a, a, a village of all gnomes, rock gnomes specifically. He had children, he had a wife and it was raided and destroyed by the people who took him into captivity and this is when he was young so over his hundreds of years of captivity working for them he had completely in and in his isolation and darkness completely forgotten about the life before captivity right so he has no memory of children he has no memory of who he was before his only memories are of him working for the bosses with his companion finn not to be a downer, the big inspiration for Finn, which will be his homunculus servant, little crazy, insane robot spider that is his companion. In between my two children, because I'm a father, we lost a child. Late pregnancy. Should have should have been born. And the name we had picked out is Finn. So this character is my way of going on an adventure with the child I never had that I wish I did. I love that. So that is so cute. I'm gonna cry this campaign. <laughs> I, I probably will also because in my mind that's what it is. Yeah. But I'm so excited to be back. I'm playing intelligence and I'm getting myself more emotionally invested this time because I feel like those were two things I didn't do last time. So I love it. Ugh. I will be playing uh, Talrath Ilveril. He is a paladin, uh, Shatter Kai, which is a race of elves that strictly worship the Raven Queen. Similar to that, his patron for his paladin powers is the Raven Queen. Um, Cade, similar to you to Brooke, has worked out a custom class for me that is all about guiding life to its end destination. So as a background for my character, um, he was raised inside a cult temple in which he was basically taught their core beliefs that living things that live on further than they should end up creating chaos as the realm will try to correct the mistake it's made. They're supposed to be dead. They're not. And so it'll send things to kill them. It'll send things to threaten them to make the universe right again. This puts other innocent creatures in danger and so uh, my job is to basically was to basically find those souls and end them so that way uh, harm was not being brought to other innocents now he is dead he serves um, as a guide for souls in the afterlife so the inspiration for this character is a mix between um, if you've ever heard of Jim Dale's reading of Harry Potter audiobook um, he does a voice for nearly headless Nick um, and that's kind of where I'm taking a little bit of the voice inspiration from, um, as well as Eeyore, Eeyore from uh, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, and a bit of Professor Trelawney as well. Just kind of a mellow, but kind of depressing character. One quirk that he has that you wouldn't be able to tell by looking at his character sheet um, is that he is sworn to the Raven Queen, and as such, he has sworn off healing. He has foregone his paladin lay on hands for a different ability as well as uh, he rejects healing towards himself um, he will not stop others from healing other people but he does not approve of it subclass um, oath of the ferryman i'm playing zelbrath wilderton uh he is an a, a bolstrous objective focused fighter i'm playing the squire subclass uh 
our own uh, DM here has uh, had thrown that together, and I thought it was really cool because I like playing support. So I don't typically play like a lot of characters that don't have like super supporty abilities. But now a fighter had like more support stuff, so I decided to do it. And uh, he carries a very large shield to protect his allies from a young age. He's always like he always struggled with like that twisting feeling anytime he saw somebody wounded or injured. So he's really set out to try and prevent it from happening to anyone. Uh, he is also a loving husband and father who led his family on a grand adventure to fight an invasive species of spark hoppers, which are these little like flopsy fire creatures. His family ended up running into a party of Pinkertons who were demanding that they pay for tags for hunting these creatures however they're like an invasive species destroying the environment so he refused to pay and said they if anything they should be paying him for saving the area right um unfortunately this put his whole party in danger party being your family i think that your guys's characters you guys have all texted me a bunch of your character build ideas or uh we've met up in person and like talked about your character ideas and i think everyone has some super solid characters that are going to mesh very well. But speaking of which, we had some prequel episodes where Javi and Chai met up and Zelbarath and Talroth met up. Tell me about like the party dynamics that you feel like are maybe going to form during this campaign. Yeah, so for Javi and I, we happened to apparently die around the same time because like we woke moment, up. Right? Yeah, yeah, like we woke up at the same time, really close to each other with nobody else around. And when our uh, Reaper came to pick us up, the Reaper was like, whoa, like this doesn't happen very often. So we like started our journey in death together. Together. Yeah. And so like we immediately got a chance to like get to know each other, hang out for a bit. I don't think our characters have a ton in common, but they've shared a really strange experience together, which I think has bonded them in a way. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like, waking up in death with this person and being like, where am I? So they kind of had to explore this like afterlife new place they've never been and navigate it together. Yeah. At this point, it's the person I know the most. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Javi only knows one person in this world and it's Chai. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Even though she's like a motherly nice person and Javi's like clinically insane. (laughs) We got taken to Lady Pinkerton who was supposed to help guide us into our desired afterlife. When we arrived there with our Reaper, she was dead in a pool of blood. Yes. And that's where our session ended. We're going to kind of like follow the the death of Lady Pinkerton. That's that's where the campaign's going to start out. So where your party left off, we are conglomerating together you guys have a reaper in the midst who is going to kind of lead this investigation we have some witnesses and we have the final soul that talroth is supposed to convert to the afterlife in order to finish his oath to the raven queen the soul that that talroth is guiding zell does not believe that he is dead and because he's not because he's (laughs) maybe we'll see Zell and Talrath are basically the same character. They have everything in common, and nothing is different. I feel like you're lying. <laughs> the way Mason's Mason's face and your face don't don't compute right now at all. No, they're like dead opposites. Oh, right like I'm very loud and bolsterous, and Talrath is very quiet. As Kate mentioned, our biggest glaring difference 
my character has accepted and embraced death and uh, fully serves the land of death in the realm of the dead uh, whereas your character refuses to believe that he is even part of such and a thing and I am very much alive yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and so I, th- I think that it's going to come for some good back and forth especially where you are Talros the last soul that he needs um, I think there will be a, a mix between like frustration and like I will think I'm being inspired. desperation I will be like <laughs> but I'm excited for it. Uh, I also think Chai and me will have a lot in common with like our protective natures. And I think like Javi's energy, like Zell will be excited to try to like, cause he like sees himself as a party leader, which I didn't talk about earlier is kind of like a different thing for my, for me, my characters usually don't try to lead the party. I tend to be like a dude. Danny's going to be the lead. And not, uh, but so like, yeah, I'm going to see like Javi's crazy and like kind of wild energy and see it as like a, a leadership role to be like, <laughs> I can channel that towards something good <laughs> for all of us. Well, I'm excited to get to know your characters more in the first session. So thank you all for listening to session zero of this campaign. And we will see you next time where we will join the four of your characters as you all come together and discover death itself. <laughs> and we hope- Except for me, I won't discover death. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, and we hope that you remember when life knocks you flat on your back, all you gotta do is keep rolling, and we hope you have a wonderful rest of your afterlife.